Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Welcome, everybody, to Rooster Radio Season 3, Episode 3. Three for Dale, y'all. Got a really cool episode for you guys today. We're talking to Marissa and Taylor uh, of Skylark Social Club. So please welcome these guys to the show. Uh, Marissa, Taylor, uh, how did the conception for your music venue baby come about? Uh, that was a long, a long time in the works. Uh, so we had, God, what was it? Probably three years of looking before we finally got the spot that we're at. So, um, yeah, probably looked at what 30 some spots and got turned down for every single one of them. And, uh, yeah, just finally got lucky. And, um, you know, when we got the call to action, I just quit my job and we started running and that was it. And, um, Basically, the namesake was uh, my car, the Skylark. We were fixing it up while we were looking, um, you know, at different locations. Right. And uh, ended up getting it pretty nice and restored by the time we opened the bar. So we were like, all right, this is the, it's going to be the namesake. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate. I'm This month, October, marks mm-hmm. three years of the inception of mm-hmm. the rooster. So awesome. I definitely feel your pain yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, how, how, like, when you started looking at properties... What did you did you buy that building? No, or? no, Mm-mm. just so, sublease. Yeah. So you, you were you were always going to lease your space. Oh yeah, yeah. Around Plaza Midwood, if you're buying, you got to have a, a lot of cash. Yeah, <laughs> it's and and it's oddly the same for the Gastonia area. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to if you want to get in there, you got to have a good a good deal of money, and that's kind of where we're at. That's why we started the uh, the. The raise raise the roost. It's sort of like an open source mm-hmm. um, fundraising thing mm-hmm. that we're doing to try to get open because it is such a long process to try to just get open. You oh, know, yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, what were what were some well, of the uh, struggles that you guys found? And what did you do before? Yeah, uh, I worked for R.J. Reynolds for about six years. So I, I basically my job was to go to ten different bars a night, mm. and. Uh, it, it worked out to be good because, you know, you get to see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, like, well, that's not worth the money. I'm not doing this. This doesn't sell. You know, you can just kind of see what works around the neighborhood and get to know everybody. And um, so, yeah, it was cool. Marissa, what did you do? I've been a bartender forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had my hands in a little bit of everything. I've done a little bit of everything. Uh, mom of two. So I just hustle all the time. Yeah. A true hustler. True hustler. <laughs> That's cool. How did you? Uh, How did you find Marissa? Like, were you a, Marissa? Were you a part of this before they got open? Like, like no, how did you guys it, come to meet? They had been open for two years yeah, before years. I met them, mm-hmm. and just instantly became family through with mm-hmm. all all of them. With the mm-hmm. other two owners prior, they you know Taylor, Justin, and Tadio, they were my brothers, mm-hmm. and it just fit perfect. Yeah. And we always like our whole our whole staff were were well-oiled machines so we just 
run and everybody loves each other and we all got each other's back and mm-hmm. we're a family. Yeah. It, I kind of got that feel when we went to go see uh, Fault Union up there mm-hmm. recently. What was that? It's like a month ago? It was about a month ago. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you guys run a tight ship. Uh, there was like no long lines at the bar. You were just pumping out oh, yeah. drinks. Like, <laughs> here you go. That's how we do it. Yeah. It was, it Keep was, that turnover going. Yeah, we've had great staff over the years, you know, and everybody just grows and they, you know, everybody that's gone and moved on, they, they, they're they still part of the family. You walk into the bar and it's like, ah. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the really big cool. thing is when you have to sit there by yourself and just still for a year thinking about the shit you didn't do right, uh, you come back like a motherfucker. That's yeah. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. We came back hard. Let, let me ask you this. Um. Are you from Charlotte? Um, from Dallas, actually. Okay, yeah. so so when you decided to open a bar in Charlotte, mm-hmm. I mean Charlotte is a com- it's very competitive. Oh, yeah. And was the was the plan always to be a place that's going to host live music, or oh, yeah. did you just want to open a yeah. bar? We we were going to go even further with it originally. We were going to get a bigger space and basically shoot to fill the fill the role that that Tremont had because it was not far after that fallout. So we were going to go for more, you know, like. 300 cap, 400 cap, bigger, just shows all the time. Uh, but, you know, you start getting into the logistics of that stuff. And I was, at the time, I was 27. Guys I was opening up the bar with were like 31. You know, all tattooed dudes. They didn't trust us. Nobody was going to sign off on this shit. So <laughs> that's why we got lucky when we got what we got. And we were like, well, you know, we're, we're going to shoot for, we're going to take the bar down a little bit. And try and do maybe four shows a week, something like that, and then just have normal bar nights aside from that. But when you're going at first, it's like you don't really get the grand scheme of how things should work out. Yeah. You don't know if you're playing yourself by having a show this night, if you'd have a better turnout, if people just didn't have to pay a cover and come in and drink. You don't really know. Yeah. And now it's just like having that schedule and the solidarity is what's kind of working in our favor. Because people know it's like, well, no cover Monday through Thursday. We're going to come in and drink and have a good time, play free darts, free pool, video games, whatever. Friday, Saturday, you know, they know there's usually a cover, unless it's later. And then Sunday, they know it's free and it's karaoke. So it's, it's having that schedule and people know what's going on before they have to ask is nice. That's pretty much the same model that we're setting up with mm-hmm. the Roosters. Yeah. You know, we we're, I'm not even sure we're going to open on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you can do that because you're in Plaza Midwood. Yeah. There's yeah. people there. You've got the foot traffic. Yeah. It's we're probably I I want to say three to five years away before that kind of foot traffic's in yeah. downtown Gastonia. Yeah. It's so growing. It's growing, but it it's, we're not there yet. Growers, not showers. I mean, Freeman's <laughs> been killing it for a long time, and I, I believe they're seven days a week now. They yeah. 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 Brad's I mean, a great guy too, big, by the way. big shout out to Brad Freeman. Yeah, um, Brad's I don't. A great I've, dude. I've given him credit on the show before. He's. I mean, he's a absolute perseverance yeah. is the word I yeah. think of, uh, you know, the place has been open for 11 years now mm-hmm. and then he's been able to stay open and he does the same thing, you know, just he'll do the music on the weekends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, big shout out to him. We're, yeah. we're coming at it from like, I'm I look forward to working with him, you know, sending mm-hmm. artists his way and maybe oh, and hopefully vice versa. Cause you know, like I said, we're only going to be open, you know, Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah. We may not even open on Sundays because mm-hmm. we're talking about renting the space out to a local church. Yeah. Whatever you know, works out. That's if if you got something set up for Sunday, unless you really have something going on Sunday, a lot of times you're not going to make that money. You know? Yeah, you know, exactly. That's, that's the hard yeah. part. I noticed that's what neighborhood theater has been doing as well. Closing down, yeah. They, they've it's, got uh, um, elevation, right? elevation church yeah. in there, which 
Dollar dollar bills. Something for everybody. I tell them, you know, they got that money. (laughs) (laughs) They do. (laughs) (laughs) You want to rent Skylark? Holler at me. (laughs) How do you guys feel about us newcomers in the in the game, man? Like, how do you guys feel about uh, you know other music venues and in uh, junction to what role that you guys play in the music scene? All for it. Yeah. I live for it. Our our community, especially in Plaza Midwood, is so great. Like, we were just at Snug Harbor last night. We had the best time. And it's like the whole staff over there asking about the bar. How we doing? You know, one of the bartenders made a joke like, dang, the whole the whole crew's out here. Is anybody running the bar? I was like, yeah, we got two lackeys on there. Just kidding. Shout out, Thomas John. Love you. Um, <laughs> Um, they held down the fort for But us. they held it down, yeah. and, you know, we went out there, and by the time we got back to Skylark at, like, one fifteen, there was an awesome crowd at the bar there. Yeah. Yep. And we brought a crowd that, you know, like, we all kind of went for that last call and had a great time, and we support each other. Tommy's Pub, it, we have a show tonight at Skylark, and Tommy's Pub bought 20 tickets Dang. to nice. the show for nice. the first 20 people to come in for free and standing in solidarity about a situation of um, domestic violence in the neighborhood. Wow. And I removed a band from that, the bill, immediately as soon as I found out that there was a situation. And the community, just, we ran with it. And to show solidarity within the community because we've got, Tommy's has a great show tonight. Akita, uh, Akita and Rap Folk Band is playing out there. So that's their own crowd. Mm-hmm. We've got a punk rock show. Let's have some fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. let's let's get the neighborhood pumping. I I could not agree more with that sentiment. I from from day 1, I've always I've been preaching about how opening the rooster is about community mm-hmm. and building the community and and I feel the same way what you're talking I feel that same way about places like Freeman's, places like the Cavendish Brewery, mm-hmm. Old Dallas Brewery, oh, yeah. you know, they do live music, you know, Bo, shout, shout out to Bo, out to Bo. love That's you Bo Norwood. He's awesome dude. Buddy. And you know, it's I feel like if we if we all approach things that way we we all win together. I yeah. think that's yes. what happens mm-hmm. to your Tremonts and your double yeah. doors. I think it got super competitive. Mm-hmm. And and of course gentrification has a little bit yeah. to do with well, it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not undersell that. Yeah. But I think it got so competitive and then what happens when you're not when you're not together, like Sorry. when you're not all in it together it, it leaves open space for someone to drive a wedge and that's exactly what the Fillmore did. Oh yeah. Fillmore came in with that big swinging dick and all that money they got, mm-hmm. and and got in bed with with Live Nation, and they and they started forcing places to close. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you get anybody on the phone, then good luck to you. Yeah. yeah, we're trying not to be that. We don't want to be that. We want to work together. Um, there's lots of you know even regional bars that I was just telling Taylor on the way here, my buddy. Um, offered me a big show that he's got out in Greenville. And he's like, I just think it might do better in Charlotte. What, you know, what, what, what do you guys got going on that night? And I was like, I, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have, let, you know, they're going to have it up there, but it's still like, if we work together, we can create something way bigger than we ever imagined. Yeah. I, yeah you're, you're absolutely right. I've even, you know, I've gotten to know, um, there's a gentleman that owns a place down in North Myrtle called the star tavern. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we have a connection. Um, I've, I've talked with Mick at Ground Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other regional. There, there's a friend of mine that lives up in Richmond, Virginia, that has some you know contacts up in Virginia, and that's kind of you know long term plan for us is to help help these artists, help these mm-hmm. bands, give them this platform, and the intention and the hope is that some of these talented individuals will be able to start taking their show on the road. Mm-hmm. And then I can call up a, a star tavern or, um, Gator tails in Myrtle beach and be like, Hey, you, you want to book these guys and send, send them that way and help yep. people, you know, extend their reach. Yes. Yeah. And, and also help the artists. You know what I mean? Uh, that's one thing that I, that I believe we were discussing too, Michael was, uh, you know, like ticketing sales, like that the artists do pre pre show night is going to be for the artist. Yeah, let me let me uh, let me ask you about that. When you're putting together, Marissa, are you the one that puts the shows together, or do you, Taylor? I do all the booking. So when you when you when you're booking, <laughs> like, how are you approaching that in terms of how bands get paid? Um. Well, we we have a pretty like set standard. Um, we make sure that our services are paid out first by the door. Um, our sound guy and our door person occasionally a bar back depending on how big the show is uh, we make sure our services are paid out on top and then we do a percentage split based on the show um, based on what we think the draw is going to be it'll be a higher or lower percentage but the majority of it goes to the bands because yeah. the bar the bar's making this money it's definitely right. always over 50 in favor of the bands oh yeah yeah Cool. Yeah. The biggest thing is that we're just covering our ass. You know, you don't want to lose money paying out your uh, your sound guy. You know, because you right. need to split too much in somebody's right. Program. And I mean, we've we've thrown shows recently where we had five people paying door. So yeah. the sound guy got paid by a, you know we paid the sound guy yeah. to make sure that that touring band got that ten people paid in doors money for gas. You yeah. know, like right. Well, we're musician owned and operated. We will never make, you know, we will never. You got to make those not look out for them. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's something that you know I've I've had a couple of bands have already wanted to discuss money with me, and the way I the way I look at the way I'm approaching it is, you know, you can make as much money as you want. Sell tickets. Yeah. Sell sell tickets. You sell tickets before the show. That's your money. Mm -hmm. You know, because the day of that door. I'm getting most of that because I got to pay security. You know, downtown Gastonia, we're going to have to have security. My building's mm-hmm. going to require us to keep someone at the back door and someone at the front, mm-hmm. at least two a night. Yeah. Possibly. And on a big night, we're going to have to have somebody on the main floor. So, you know, that's three security guards. Yeah. You know, you got sound. You know, you got your door person, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, 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 it adds up. Services exactly. have to go first. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the MC, let's not forget, <laughs> got to get his cut. Oh, you're in a profit share, man. Oh yeah, okay. I'm on salary, <laughs> but no, it's people don't realize how much go into this, and that's yeah, why we yeah. bring it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, bands, they will, you know, they'll ask for what they want. I come back at them. This is what we have to offer, mm-hmm. and they choose whether or not they're gonna put the show on, yeah. or we choose whether or not we want to work with them based on their response and behavior. It's just you know, ultimately, <laughs> like if if this is what you do, if this is your place of business, you know, I can't solely promote your show for a month coming up to your show it really is and the ball's in your court yeah. so it's like if you have a show coming up oh well we need a 500 hundred dollar guarantee like well i i'm gonna need you to make sure that you get 500 dollars through the door you know at the very least like if you want a guarantee and you have to put in the legwork promotion wise to make sure that this thing is pulled off 
Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. we're just losing money. And then, you know, that's that's when guarantee goes goes bad. Yeah, that when so if someone never tells me they want five hundred guarantee, I'm going to tell them sell fifty tickets. Yeah, you know, uh, and 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 I and I will say this: if a band comes in and proves they can draw the people, mm-hmm. going forward, sure we yeah. can we can we can say okay, well, yeah, that's worth five hundred bucks. It's worth yeah. you know whatever it's worth. Uh, I tell you, have you? <laughs> I'm doing my best to avoid. I, I, I almost never respond to promoters. Promoters reach out on social media and call, and I don't even respond to them. I've heard so many horror stories. Mick at Ground Zero has, you know, he's been very gracious. He's it given depends me on who you're working with. It can be good or bad. Yeah, I've, I've had very mixed experiences where I've had promoters, you know, hit me up. They're like, "I'm going to put this show together," and then I see nothing yeah. for the show. Because they have so then, many other shows, they just feed you a lot of bullshit and then don't actually promote it. Right. Yeah. And oh, then no. I've had promoters that are like, like I so on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> so on top of it. And then promoter. they don't show up yeah. to the show. That's that awful. Sense. And I'm just like, all right, well. I guess keep doing what you're doing with that then. Just yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, but then I I also have worked with some um, promoters that are just a pleasure yeah. and know exactly what they're Sometimes doing. Sometimes it just and, makes your night easy. You know, yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. And I love Great. that because so, I can just give them, you know, like I do the money, money, I do split the split. I'm like, here you go. You pay the bands. Love it. Bye. Gotcha. Somebody's <laughs> mad at me because I didn't split up the money. <laughs> so send, send us them good ones. Can do. Yeah, right. <laughs> can yeah. do. Well, sure. hopefully once you guys get off the ground, we will definitely be working together yeah. and getting, um, you know, shows out your way mm-hmm. and. Vice versa. You know, when Vice you guys versa. find amazing yeah. artists well, out here, you know, when you, you get somebody on your way. short list, it's like, you know, if I can't pull something off because I've got this date filled, it's like, hey, here's a short list of some other people you can check with around here. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. See if their see if their schedule permits. You know, yeah, that's that that's exactly you know, and that's that's the reason you're on the show today is because it's I'm being pretty open and transparent about us building this community yeah. together mm-hmm, right. and you know we're, we're the new guys in town we still got to prove it i've realized that yeah. you know i know that we have a lot to prove still mm-hmm. um but i think we've taken the right approach we, we started the media stuff doing mm-hmm. this you know we started streaming and, and putting video on youtube of the podcast now and yep. you know we're, we're we're going you know as far as we can go with it creating that connection between mm-hmm. artists and audience and all that kind of stuff so so yeah it's i, I couldn't agree more that we're all going to do better together oh, i know it sounds corny as shit i put that on a t-shirt man i i <laughs> always say that community is the key to resistance that's like what i stand for no matter what we we need to work together or shit's just gonna blow up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah after uh, the past two years of bullshit yeah that's very evident now yeah <laughs> I'll tell you who you guys need to book if you haven't looked at them and i gotta give a shout out to these guys man the new creatures you guys ever heard the new creatures? I have not. They are so good. Okay. I I think I have them on something coming up actually. Not sure what. I'm I'm like reaching for my phone as if <laughs> I'm I would even open the email right now. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, those those you guys go black are, hole of booking. Th- those guys are awesome. They and they're one of those bands that we were just talking about that that do a really good job of promoting themselves and, mm-hmm. and getting you know people to buy tickets to their shows and stuff yep. like that. So they, yeah. I, I I think that they're one of the premier bands in the Charlotte re- Charlotte market. I, they they have the potential to have like a national draw. They they could awesome. yeah. you know if if, if it just one of their songs hits the radio, 
they'll have they'll it's be they'll, yeah they'll be able to play you know shows all across the country mm-hmm. rest of their life. all right new creatures you hear that if you're not booked at skylark come on let's go <laughs> i know it, holler i got some dates open we've got bands that just <laughs> dropped they were they were at snug harbor actually uh they did an album release there Couple months, back. couple months back, okay. and so uh, I definitely think they would do well over at the Skylark. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. you heard the lady, new <laughs> creatures. That was a shameless plug for you guys. I did it for the creatures, man. <laughs> Skylark Social Club booking at gmail.com. Bingo. When you guys, uh, when you're putting shows together, what what are you putting into the decision on how many bands to put on a bill and um, which bands to group together? Um, I, I actually, for the most part, I let whoever emails me about the show being booked. If they're a local, I usually tell them, hit up some of your friends and let's play a show. And like, I let the bands make the flyer, do the event. That way they are, they've got their hands in the promotion. And if they don't make the event, they don't make the flyer, then they can't expect people to come to the show. And yeah. that's because we usually do like a weekly blast of upcoming events and stuff like that on social media. And, you know, all you can really do if you have constant events going on is like a night of promotion. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is tonight. That's that's all you can really expect a venue to do because you have more shit going on. How yeah. much do you hate social media now that you've been open this long? It's <laughs> a, a trick question. A lot. If I didn't have to have it, then I fucking wouldn't. I'll put it that yeah, way. we hired a if social media manager. I've been off it. Shout out, Carla. Love yeah. you. That's, that's <laughs> what I was getting at because I mean we're. I'm already. It'll do your head I'm, in. I've already had it. With, in, I'm so over it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to post. And you know, you need a budget for that, unfortunately. Yeah. And we plan to hire someone when we have revenue. It is. It's a source of entertainment, though. Yeah. Just the shit you <laughs> see sometimes, like. Remember the girl that kept commenting, like, what was the shit that she kept saying after she got kicked out? Like, your bartender's drunk, and your this place oh, sucks, yeah. and there's shit in the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, could you probably shit in the bathroom? <laughs> like, <laughs> but also, like, what else are people supposed to do in the bathroom? Yeah. That bathroom's nasty. I'm like, yeah, you probably just went there and took a dump and made a mess. It is a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You yeah. want me to get in the middle of the I mean, and clean it? Social media is like, <laughs> you know, that platform where people can say whatever the fuck they want to say. So yeah. we, we just try and be patient and kind. And let people run their mouth. We know what we're doing. We've got cameras all over that building. Yeah. You, you know, just gotta know when to ignore we can people see and not you let it too. Piss you off. <laughs> you know, like if you don't think we're watching, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Electric and I can eye. Play it back too. And, yeah, show. and then I can play it back right there for you. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, man. we've had and we've had that. We've had people be like, "I didn't do that." I'm like, "Really?" Because this right here is you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Wait a second. But you did do it's it. almost like I have but video I of you it doing video. it. <laughs> <laughs> right here on my phone. That is awesome. So what you're saying is, when the rooster opens, we need hella cameras. You need cameras. to get Nest app. Okay. Nest, yeah. yeah. Nest is the yeah. move. Yeah. Nest is the best. That's the, yeah. that's the plan. I was, it's I was. It was either going to be Ring or Nest or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was, was going to be one of Nest those. Nest is nice. You know, you can just be doing your thing. Like, oh, I wonder how the bar's going. Yep. Look it up. Oh, Anytime. I spy on them all the time. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. Oh, I'm so creepy. <laughs> I am I'm fine with it. That's awesome. I tell him, like, I've, That's quality I've, control. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. And like the speaker on it is just too it's low because I tried. It's disabled because at first I scared the shit out of him a few times over the, over the house sound. You like yell at him? Yeah. Went through the house sound. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Looking around trying to see who it was. <laughs> He's like, I didn't know that microphone actually worked. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm curious, have you guys had other like event types other than music at the Skylark? Oh, Has yeah. that ever been everything? Yeah. Man, we've had stand up comedy. We've had like what, like freak shows, had uh Yeah, we do um like we've had a couple just like weddings. art events, we've had weddings, we've had um We had a memorial. Yes. Good old Tommy recently. Yeah, we're we're open for it. I've actually got an event coming up after the new year. Um, I think I said it for January eighth. I'm not I'm not sure on that. Somewhere but around. um so it's after the new year I'm doing like a new year, new you sip and swap. So basically oh, we have yeah, yeah. Basically we have people come in, set up tables, you can sell your stuff, trade your stuff. Drink at the bar, walk yeah, around, enjoy. Really cool. Every time we do it, it's always a great time. We usually have like little organizational crew that just like, you know, we get our vendors out there, make sure like everything's organized, and we have a great time. That's it's just a really low few, key event. Yeah. We get a few cool things for the bar out of it mm -hmm. normally, too. Yeah, because like I mean, people got cool heel. stuff. People do got cool stuff. I noticed stuff. that high cool heel. Stuff. Yeah. I noticed it at the yeah. front. I was like, what? That what? was from a sip and swap. Okay. So, yeah. Random I, high heel on the deer. There had to be a story to that. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is there a lime green high heel on that deer? <laughs> we, we had uh, an, there. an event kind of like that. Uh, we put on a fundraising event called Raise the Roost uh, over at the Joy Theater in Kings Mountain. Mm -hmm. That's actually where that uh, picture of uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair came from. It was local, <laughs> nice. local artist did that. I wish we could cut to that. Honestly. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a big enough crew to we cut to that. We'll, you know, we'll put it in. We'll edit it in. This isn't yeah. live, right? Right. Yeah. Well, we're not live. But, uh, it's we'll I, one of the things. Um, one of the things I've enjoyed most uh, throughout this process is getting to know all the artists that are out there. Not mm -hmm. just the musicians, but the artists in general. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people that paint, people that do all kinds of mm -hmm. other stuff, and that's that's you. Know, I don't know. Putting myself, surrounding myself with with people in the creative world it makes me happy you know what yeah. i mean like if if it, i feel like there's real purpose in in my life do, doing this type of work and Absolutely. i can imagine oh, yeah. that you feel the same oh, oh yeah. yeah i'm i'm literally i have my dream job right now yeah like i like i'm running one of the baddest bars in charlotte north carolina and it's just such a pleasure to be part of the community and it's like it's something I've worked for forever in the in all the cities that I've ever lived in. I've always just wanted to do this, and here I am. I'm so jealous because we're like, ah, <laughs> we're crawling so toward being yeah. open. Like, well, it sounds like we need to put on a raise the roost at Skylark. Right. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Have you had any? Do you have, do you ever get any shit from like the city, like city management, city leadership? Like like yeah. tell, give me some. Um, yeah, let, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Trees, <laughs> there's trees hanging over the road. Like we'll fucking cut it. Right? Like wait, what? Like we're do a I bar. Like do I'm, we have a do chainsaw? I have a chainsaw in the back? Like fuck off. <laughs> like if we were I a put the trash cans company. on the curb. Leave me alone. <laughs> So want. it's a little nitpicky stuff like that. Yeah. They haven't really given you any any issues about it. No, and it's business. like, uh, you know, people around there will get, you know, in a fucking 
fit about something stupid. Like there was one guy in the comment section was like, this place sucks. You need to clean up behind the bar. This and that. I'm like, what? Where are the bums throw their shit behind my bar? I can't fucking help that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, the, I'm not the bum patrol. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> no. my, hey, employee, go stand at the back and make sure nobody throws shit in the, in the bushes. Like, why are you worried about it? Get out here and clean it yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what do you care, bro? It's the back of my building. I'm going to have to go <laughs> clean the back of my ass. I got to take a shit, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Cody had to step out, so I'll step in. That's all right. So <laughs> I, would, I would call that crawling out. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, Co- anything, Cody has to go. But um, but no, I, the only reason I ask is because I'm not even open yet, mm-hmm. and I've already heard whispers. And yeah. we, we did a show last weekend at CityCade, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you know what CityCade is. They're an arcade bar in okay. downtown Gastonia. Mm-hmm. Small spot. <laughs> the guy that runs the place is an awesome guy. Byron's yeah. his name. And, uh, you know, we wanted to work together. So yeah. I was like, oh, let's do a show there. So we, we set up a show, and we started promoting it. And as soon as I started sending emails out and, and you know, digital flyers out, he gets an email. Uh, the owner, Byron gets an email from you know someone at the fire department, you know, reminding him of what his occupancy capacity is, and yeah. you know, in, in in the email he included the ALE officer for our set for our area, and I was like, well, that's kind of a dick move. Like, you know, first of all, they referenced my website. Yeah, they referenced my website in the email, so clearly you were watching me. Yeah. But instead of coming to me for whatever concerns you may have had, mm-hmm. you know, they, they chose to, to go that route. So that's why I asked because, you know, we're, we're not even open. And it's like, you know, don't you want people in downtown? You know, well, they might be a little more bored in downtown Gastonia, too. They might not have as much shit to worry about. True. Unfortunately, because I mean, what it's. How many uh, I mean, how many bars are in downtown Gastonia now? I mean, can't be more. Than There's like a four, handful. Probably four or five, something like that. My God, Cody! In <laughs> my vape, right, man. Go <laughs> so, so I mean, there's there's a place called the Gaston Poorhouse. Yep. Uh, uh, Mike and Chelsea run that place. They're, okay. they're friends of mine. Uh, shout out to Mike and Chelsea. They do a good job. Nice. They, you know, their thing. They have like more, uh, like they'll have in jazz, acoustic music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a, an amazing liquor selection. Like, mm-hmm. They got a lot of high end stuff, yeah. wine, that kind of stuff. They have like a local coffee company. They sell bags for, and they got some food. Um, of course, Freeman's, um, you got Cavendish's, the brewery down the street. Mm-hmm. There was a place called a double barrel saloon, but they have since shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's <laughs> leather and lace is, <laughs> is, uh, is on there. <laughs> used to have to go there for RJ Reynolds all the time. I'd be oh, doing gosh. a lot of coupons for all the dancers. <laughs> yeah, they love me there. <laughs> like line up, get your IDs ready. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I'm sure there's a couple other. I'm not, oh, well, Web Custom Kitchen. They're they're a restaurant. But yeah. They they have a bar. Oh, that's I'm, a that's a hell of a restaurant. I've I've eaten there. Oh yeah, the food's amazing there. Very yeah. Good. Shout out to my buddy Aaron Samol who uh, runs that place. Uh, Very good. Yeah, good stuff you got going on there. But um, and and I think more's coming. You mm-hmm. know, and you know we're just we're just a, a you know a spoke in the wheel. The know? potential's there. Yeah. The potential's there. Yeah, we're not coming out flexing like, oh, we're the yeah. shit. Like, we're, I mean, not, the, we're not trying to be that. You know, we, we just, again, I, I keep saying it, like, all, the rising tide, yeah. that's all shit. I mean, so the market's the market. there, the the potential's there. It's a good downtown area. There's still a pretty good amount of parking down there, too. You know, I mean, we have to deal with some shit parking in Plaza Midwood. Yeah. I, especially I, now. 
<laughs> well, thank God for Uber, and right? And Noda's even right. worse. My God, Noda's worse. Yeah, Noda's rough. I, I literally, every time I try and go to Noda, one out of every two times, by the time I almost get parked, I'm like, fuck this, I'm not going to Noda anymore. <laughs> like, I hate this place. <laughs> There's nowhere to park. Well, it's, it's any anytime, anytime you do something cool, it seems like every time something cool happens or something cool gets developed, it, it eventually it gets overrun by yuppies. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I, the destination it, has to turn it. They have to build condos for them to move into that destination. And then right. guess what? You built the condos over everywhere that the destination point was. I, 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 I equate it to my stepdaughters at school at Appala- in Appalachian State mm-hmm. up in Boone. And, you know, when I was back, even when I was a teenager, I would go to Boone. My, my cousin's a few years older than me. He went to college up there. So I started going to Boone when I was like 17 years mm-hmm. old. My God, what an awesome place yeah. to hang out at. And then they got good at football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got good at football. And now, like, we we have this family tradition where we go up there and cut our Christmas tree today. Mm-hmm. And on Black Friday, when everyone's out doing stupid shit shopping, yeah. we go get our Christmas tree and we, we hit the little shops in downtown mm-hmm. Boone. And we went a year before last, and I told my wife, like, this is the last time we're doing this. Getting overrun. It's it's just, I mean. It's just like Asheville in general. Well, there's still great spots in Asheville. Oh, yeah. There's still great spots, but you're right. You need to book your your overnight. If you're staying there for the night, book that out about three months. Yeah, Yeah. especially in the fall. Especially in fall. My wife and I got married in the middle of October in Asheville. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, first of all, we just, we love Asheville. And we thought the demand's be, so high. It well, really we is. thought it would be really cool because the place we got married at had mm-hmm. this outdoor pavilion that's overlooking the Blue Ridge. Yep. You could see all the colors changing in oh, the yeah. middle of October. That's beautiful. Great idea. Mm-hmm. We went to book hotels. <laughs> it was like, my God, yeah. you got to have a fortune. I, mean, I think we do better to build a house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was crazy, but but it's true. Can we Anytime... just rent three RVs and drive them up here? Oh, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, right. yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that. But yeah, anytime yeah. You, you create, you know, like, like it's, it's it's our culture. I think I think that's yeah. that, I think that's part of American culture. Anytime something gets good, it gets overrun yeah. by the wrong people. You know, everyone yeah. flocks to it. Y'all ever do hip hop shows? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we are open to play like any music, any artist that comes out to like comes to me and wants to put on a show. I'm here for it, mm-hmm. and I will do what I can to advocate that show to happen. I like I said earlier, I try to leave it up to the bands to make the event, make the flyer, play you know pull the band, pull the other bands that they want to play with in. And I tell all the time, it doesn't have to be the same genre on a bill. We can do mixed bills. Yes, 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 yes. yes, Like because then if you've got, you know, we're there's not one person, and and I will go to bat with this. There's not one person that only likes one kind of music. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And there, you know, nobody out there like I'm a punk, like tried and true, and I listen to everything. Mm -hmm. You like in my car right now. I'm pretty sure it's like. Modest Mouse, that before that was like Destiny's Child, you know, yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm all over the place and I, so I expect I everybody have... else to be as well. So having metal, punk, a little bit of country or solo acts, it, like those people are going to come to see their friend's band and maybe now find another band that they like in a different yeah, genre. you get exposed to something yep. you haven't seen before and you find out that you love it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. that, we well, want to do the same thing, man. We started doing a, a once-a-month uh, drag show that's really been kicking ass, too. Oh, Dude, yes. Uh, I, I want to get... going really, really well, want, so shout-out to them. Yeah. They've been killing it. Have you got, like, a... Is it, like, a company or a group that's 
putting on the mm-hmm. show for you? Yeah, they um they go by Creep Show. Um, and they uh, this is like some of the most insane avant garde talented mm-hmm. human beings. They're doing great. Yeah. Well, I want their number because mm-hmm. I definitely want to do that as yeah. well. It's like the last oh, Friday. Yeah. It's like the last Friday of every month. Is it what is. Been it's doing the last together. Friday of every month. It, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I you getting know, better and better. I've got I've got a one note on my phone. It's just this long mm-hmm. list of ideas that I've had yep. over the last few years for events and mm-hmm. drag shows. Definitely on that list. I mean, even even work up to a burlesque show at some oh, yeah. point. Oh yeah, we've you done know. several of those. I mean, drag's just always a blast. Like people yeah. come yeah. ready to party for a drag show, and yeah, it's fun. It's true. Yeah. And they are fun. It's They're a, really fun. It, honestly, it's a, it's usually <laughs> yeah. a fun. It's a fun thing to bartend for too. I will bet. Oh, is, it know. is so yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's always good energy in It's really good energy. Yeah. We also Hype brought somebody in. Up. Yeah, we brought somebody in that's been DJing before that, and uh, he's really been setting the mood. Yep, DJ Toast. Yeah, Toast's been killing it. So uh, now, is there are there any particular genres that that you find have, bring more of a draw of people out? I mean, this is a regional question. Yeah. I, I could ask this to really every bar in America and get a different answer. Yeah, you really never know. Sometimes really? I mean, it's I don't think it's genre specific. I think it comes down to how well did somebody promote. Uh, you know, and then it comes down to like, okay, what kind of shows going on down the street here? What kind of shows going on the street there? If it's uh, if it's a Friday, and there's a punk show at you know at Tommy's, a metal show at Milestone, um, you know, some big night going on at Snug, and then we're having something else in the you know in the metal or punk genre. Yeah, we might see a little bit of a dip because you know there's four similar things going on. It's like oh, my buddy's band's playing on this bill. But the beautiful thing about it is a lot of a lot of times they're going to go see that, watch their buddy's band, bail out, and then they'll be back over here for the last two bands and then stay for the rest of the night and drink. And That'd it's be a not, good... It's not like... If it's not if you go somewhere, you're stuck there all night. People just pop around. And yeah. Make, yeah. They, that, that's actually... What, what just popped in my head was like, there's an opportunity here for somebody mm-hmm. to start like a bar crawl business. Yeah, exactly. That takes you to like from one venue oh, yeah. to the yeah. next. You park one place... <laughs> And you hop on the bus or whatever mm-hmm. the vehicle is, and like you're here for a while, you, move, you know, keep moving around. That, that's it's well, somebody out there that there's your there's an opportunity right there. For I you. think you know they've been doing it's it around idea. they've been doing it around Midwood for a while because you know ten years ago you might not have done it, but now you can walk from Skylark to Common to Snug to all that. I mean, it's really if you're already drunk, just blink and you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to bust your ass on the yeah. way. <laughs> And uh, yeah, lots of construction. Now, <laughs> now, um, Don't on any uh, construction you, shit. When when you guys when you opened, what was Tommy's was already there. Mm-hmm. Um, was Snug already open? Oh yeah, Snug's oh yeah. Snug's open? been around forever. Actually, uh, the one of the owners of Snug, Kelly Call, uh, that passed away. She was the one that helped us get our business plan off the ground. Actually, so cool. you know when we needed basically know how and try to try to get our business plan together and all that stuff. She was formulating all that you know based off her own stuff she um i don't know if you're familiar with fat city that was that was her as well okay um, I, I vaguely remember yeah. fat city but no she was she was amazing and um she helped us do the whole business plan you know gave us some accurate numbers to look at and um she was a real blessing so awesome it, it i, I love nice. to hear that i yeah. love to hear that she was great, man. It makes me so happy to to know that I'm getting into a business yeah. where my peers have the same mindset as oh, me. Yeah. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that may you know, it, it's encouraging. It's it's, it's nice because you know in um in a in a neighborhood like Plaza Midwood, it it could go, you know, one of two ways for sure. But you know, we're really close with you know with a lot of people, and it's like 
Nate, who I've known forever next door at MCC, is beautiful being able to, you know, be on the same wavelength with him. And, like, we've been friends for a long time, and now it's just, like, anything we need, pop back and forth next to each other. It's just, like, yeah, easy, there's, easy there's as no can be. No, it's great. Yeah. You know, I've got no one of his vending machines in my place now, and, um, you know, we're just finding other ways to support each other now. And it's great. Now, tell me how the pandemic affected you guys. Literally. Honestly, it was the best flame under my ass I've ever had. Really? Yeah. It really... You just we... had to sit around and think about what you've been doing wrong for three years. And it'll light a flame under your ass. Make so you since, want to come back. Since you've, been, since you've been back open... How long were you shut down, by the way? How long did you have to stay? Like a year? So, you, so it was like a whole or was year? was that eight now? Eight months? I don't know. No, man. we were shut down. It's a long time. No, I think it was nine we months. I think I had to pay rent and, when I was closed for nine months. That's what it was. And you did have to pay rent. Yeah, fuck yeah, full price. Yeah, we paid rent full the whole fucking time. Price. And we we ran some fundraisers during um, the pandemic. Yeah, one uh, one of the other uh, people that work at Skylark, we Regan and I, we just like would sit, we bake. We had Jeff from Crust Punk baking, like donate tons of bagels and donuts. He, yeah, and he saved our ass homemade a few times. stuff and. Regan and I put together cake pops and had a blast. And so what, I remember you my know. freezer full of those fucking cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I mean, see, and that, and that just goes to show that goes to show that my assumptions are correct. Yeah. That when you when you put your heart and soul into a project mm-hmm. like this, and you fucking mean it, mm-hmm. people people are attracted to that. People yep. will gravitate yes. toward that, and and you will build that family, that community. Yep. And that community will support you and hold you up when you need. I think them. making ourselves vulnerable and admitting what was going on too, yeah. you know, that really helped out and made everybody realize, like, yeah, I mean, we're not. There's, there's no, we're not trying to bullshit anybody. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be asking for help. I wouldn't do a GoFundMe if I didn't need to. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's places out here that are getting, you know, hundred grand for this and whatever. It's like it you know, make it turns my stomach when I see some of these GoFundMe's that are out there, mm-hmm. and that people actually contribute to them. Yeah. Some of, I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain what I mean by that. Like, there's some people that really need that and they deserve yeah. it. And could, yeah. But those are, the, but you're taking money from them. Yeah. When you look at some of these bullshit GoFundMe's mm-hmm. out there, and you know, when when I first when I when I first first started back yeah. in like 2018 2019. I tried to use the Indiegogo platform to yeah. do a fundraiser to help raise some money, and I got nowhere with it. Absolutely, and that, yeah. I, I I got like a thousand dollars in contributions, yeah. and, and believe me, I appreciate every single penny of that. Yeah. However, it's a drop in the bucket. Oh yeah. Well, and also shout out to everybody that helped us during that GoFundMe phase. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we. I mean, we we were so lucky to have the support of the community throughout the entire time, and as soon as we were able to reopen the community showed up and showed out yeah I mean, and it, was, it, got scary. it was limited hours and there were like we there was a five time to nine yeah, COVID, yeah well, 5 p.m to 9 p.m right right exactly and like but also in the <laughs> same oh, level it's like it was sickening who's like, gonna people don't get to the bar until 10 i was supposed I'm, to close at nine. Oh, that's something i <laughs> meant to ask you earlier yeah. um were you was the plan always to like be open till two in the morning? Oh yeah, like like so, so you knew getting into this that that this was a late night. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's a Plaza Midwood thing. Like I said, I mean, me with R.J. Reynolds, it was like I would have to go to a lot of places, but Plaza Midwood was my neighborhood. No, it was my neighborhood, but mainly Plaza Midwood because I knew everybody there. That was I had been playing shows around there forever. I just knew everybody there already. So when I came out, there's a lot of people that might not even really want that coupon, but they were signing up because it was me. So, you know, continually perform. It's like, get your stake on that neighborhood. 
And when you see how it rolls, I mean, with the exception of like Thomas Street, because people are getting out of there by like 11 because they get so fucking hammered from 7 to 11 that they can't stand <laughs> up after 11. <laughs> That's what the problem is. That's why they don't have people there there late because they, you know, they tap out. Um, but yeah, most of the time, the reason why it's like an 11 to 2 rush is because everybody just got off work at 10. Second shift. Yeah, yeah 10 we whatever. are a service industry. You know, bar they just, they sure. just got off work and nailing down that. You know, leftover shift meal and getting their one shift drink and getting the fuck out to go actually get hammered. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, we do the bulk of our business every night between 12 and 2. Yeah. Our and highest have, sales, 12 and, and 2. And have, 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 you, have you ever had any issues with, like, you know, have you ever had to have anyone arrested or kick people out or anything? Or have y'all, yeah. Have, I, yeah. We, yeah. I'm trying to find a nice way to say. Yeah, yeah. people suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we really, of course, <laughs> ACAB. We try our best not to call the cops yeah. for any reason. We do pretty well of handling it, for sure. We know how to remove people from our But from if our you can't property. take a hint, then yeah, we'll call the fucking cops. Yeah. Like, we, we try not. <laughs> like, we is. don't want to. But yeah. And, you know, never underestimate a drunk person. Oh, my God. No. And never yeah. be surprised by a drunk person's actions. Yeah, you can say that I mean, again for everybody in the back. That one I mean, crazy I'm guy. preaching, you know, I, I am the choir. Us messages and all this shit. Like, yeah, just I mean, absolutely losing his mind, saying he's going to sue us and all this shit. And it was slander. I was like, over you know the definition of slander? That's when you're not there. You, he, he was in front of it was in front of your face. You just mad because he talked. He said something you didn't like. That's not slander. Yeah, I yeah. plan my my you know I God forbid. I hope I never have to deal with that. But I know at some point I'm going to. And you know yeah, you're gonna have to. It's it sucks, it's, but. it's. I'll put it simple, people. The first person that comes into the rooster talking shit, trying to start a fight. I'm gonna make an example of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you go to jail, and I'm gonna show up to your court date, and I'm gonna make sure you get in trouble for starting shit in my bar. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not having it. We're oh, yeah. we're here to build community and oh, family. Yeah. We want people to feel safe. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, that's my number one priority is that people feel safe. I had to go to court like three times because a dude tried to stab me out in front of Skylark. Oh one time. my gosh, <laughs> that was a night. He ran his hey. ass off the property. He was scared, though. I made it inside, got three baseball bats, and sent everybody. I was like, go get his ass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was awesome. Like, we have, we've had some crazy, yeah, this, crazy we got stories, nights man. at Skylark, and it's <laughs> yeah. never a dull moment in Plaza Midwood, uh, no. ever. No. And, you know, we're, just... we, have, we have so much fun, and that's what it's about. And everybody, like, when we're together, we all got each other's backs. And there's always going to be that one jerk joe schmo on the corner came in stumbling down from the brewery that doesn't just know anybody his, and just, wants to fight the biggest baddest dude in the yeah. bar you just know found out his girl's cheating one. on him yeah. probably has a kid that hates his guts it's like <laughs> yeah i mean it now happens your bar's the victim of me yeah. Yeah. it happens and and We'll we'll deal with it when well, we have to. I, I don't want to end this without asking this question because this 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 is really the whole reason i decided to you know or one of the biggest reasons why i decided to to take this journey was the the energy that is created at a live show so mm-hmm. i want to ask you guys individually tell me about an experience at skylark where a band like made the hair on the back of your neck like neck stand up where you just you were feeling that energy just pumping right through and you're like man i can't stop watching this i hope this never ends give me give me a couple of those stories yeah. and some shout outs I mean, first. I think I have so many. I think when Sect came through, that was one that really got me. Um, so Chris 
uh, the vocalist for that band was in a band called Cursed and Burning Love, uh, like 10 plus years before that. Uh, he actually took my dog, who's 11 now, swimming for the first time when she was a puppy. Aww. Anyway, they came into play. He gets behind the bar while I'm bartending, doing vocals behind the bar and all this stuff. And uh, after their set, oh, and their drummer's also uh, the guy from Fallout Boy. The drummer from Fallout Boy is their drummer. Really? Yeah, just nice. fun fact. Nice. Uh, he's a bad motherfucker. He's a great drummer. Um, so anyway, I start telling him after the set, I was like, hey man, do you remember going to swim? Uh, in Gastonia, this dude's house after the burning love set at Milestone. He was like, yeah. I was like, do you remember taking a puppy to swim that night? He was like, yeah. I was like, so, look at my phone. I was like, that's her. She's 11 now. I was like, that was me. That that was my puppy back then. I was like, and this is my bar. And I'm bartender. And, your bartender. and he was like, holy shit. That's awesome. That's like, awesome. Yeah. It's like a full circle kind yeah. of story. Yeah. yeah. It was, that was the, the full arm you know arm hair standing up thing i was like this is fucking crazy small world and he's canadian oh yeah he's not even from the states so yeah Uh, i don't know i mean i've i've been there for some incredible shows (laughs) i think um i think it was the anniversary party this last anniversary party with the with Justin's band. Oh, Scapegoat. Uh, Scapegoat, when mm-hmm. they played, and just the lineup. The whole night was just everything that you could want to happen. And even, like, I have experiences where just last week we had a show, three punk bands, all, um, one of them was from out of town, the other two were local, and there was ten people in the building and these bands ripped it as if that building was full and I stood there the whole time with my jaw to the ground because they were so good. That's a very, very important message to all musicians out there. Whether you're playing the five people or five hundred people, you give those five people the same energy you're gonna give that five hundred. That's how you build a name for yourself in the business. Right. Because the staff's watching and we see everything. Yeah, so, and, and out, like man. those bands, I can't wait to bring them back, and I'm going to make sure that when I bring them back, it's going to be a great show, that they're going to have the exposure mm-hmm. that they need. And, I mean, just like I put together this Halloween show that we're doing, I mean, it's just a full night of just entertainment. We've got three bands, two burlesque, and then followed by a drag show. Mm-hmm. When is this? This is October 29th. Oh, man. I want to come to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, got, I've got um, Chevy Pink Eye. Harriet Rip and Oh You Pretty Things headlining. And Oh You Pretty Things is probably one of my favorite bands out there right now. Um, they just kill it. They've got such a great energy. And they were one of the bands I was playing, of the five people. And I'm just like, I love you guys. I really love you guys. What's the funniest and band name you've had play? <laughs> I never even remember them. That's the bad I, part. The ones I, I don't know, I'm like, I don't fucking remember your name. No, it was, um, I think my favorite one was Temptations Wings, and they were, like, not what I expected them to be. Like, not at all. I thought they were going to be, like, their shirts, everything was, like, super heavy metal, and they get up on stage, and they were, like, like, Yacht Rock. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was so, I was just like, what? Because like I bought, I, the shirt was so sick. Like before they even played, I bought the shirt. I was like, that's a tight shirt. And it was like, just like bright yellow writing and like cool, like corpse and stuff like that. Like on the front. It's like, I'm just going to get that now. Like, 
And then they started playing. I was like, oh my God, I never wear that shirt. I had the opposite experience. I went to the neighborhood theater a couple years back to see All That Remains. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember the name of this opening band, but they all four came out in like tuxedos and sunglasses and yeah. i thought that we were about to hear like a like a I mean, scarlet was great but that was about 15 years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was i was starting to get like a like a cake or um scroll nut zipper vibe mm-hmm. i thought that was gonna happen they come out and then and then it was some of the sickest heavy metal i had mm-hmm. heard in a long, i was like oh Oh, this is nice. Yeah, I, I yes. Like, you can wear that suit. Yeah. yeah. I, like, who's I dry love cleaning a good this surprise. shit before every show? Because <laughs> yeah. I know you're sweating in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the, that's yeah. That's why you never see me in a suit. Yeah. Like, it's never going to happen. It, it, de- funerals and weddings. Yeah. That's it. It's the only time you know, I have a, two suits hanging in my in my. Uh, well, nobody my better closet. be getting married or, or die anytime soon because I <laughs> don't have a good fitting suit right now. That's <laughs> something else I look forward to. You said you guys have done weddings. I look yep. forward to doing stuff like mm-hmm. that weddings and receptions, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we'll host fun. business meetings, we'll, mm-hmm. you know, birthday parties, bat mitzvahs, whatever. Yep. I don't care. Come, come, you know, use our space. Well, and that's the thing, you know, people always ask about like birthdays and stuff. I'm like, I mean, does it require me to shut the bar down beside you? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, have it here. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need anything. I'm like, not unless you're, if you shut the doors and you want it just for you, then yeah, we'll come up with a rate. But if anybody else can be in here, then yeah, what the fuck do I care? Right. Just don't get cupcakes everywhere, please. And if you do, <laughs> I'm going to make you clean it up. And I swear to God, if I mop up a more cupcake off the fucking ground, <laughs> like it always gets stuck. I love I love this conversation because I'm getting to like I, I I'm finding out what are the little things that that uh, annoy you the most yes. about owning the bar. Yeah. So there's it's a lot of this stuff that's similar to what's going to annoy me. It's all that little nitpicky shit that nobody thinks no, about. No, nobody would ever think about it. And you're just like motherfucker cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna that's be everywhere. <laughs> well, let's before we wrap it up, um, I want to give you guys an opportunity if there's anything. Um, this is going to air next next week. Mm-hmm. So you're watching it, and it's this week. But when it airs, it's going to be next. We, yeah, we're yeah. recording. I'll just go ahead and say we're recording this. Uh, it's Friday, October first. Mm-hmm. This will get released uh, th- th- next Thursday because my wife and I are flying to Sacramento for AfterShock Festival because awesome. we go to AfterShock every year to celebrate our anniversary. That's awesome! awesome. Congrats! So it's, it's a three day, four day music festival. Uh, we've we've done some really cool stuff out there. One year we went and we took an extra day to, to see Yosemite, oh, which nice. was cool. Gore. I mean, it was so beautiful. I cried like yeah. it was like that's how cool it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done the San Francisco thing. It's yep. like an hour and a half away, and you know, we've done all kinds of stuff. But anyways. So, this airs next week. If there's any upcoming shows you want to promote, any any messages you want to give to our audience, anybody you want to shout out, take the opportunity now. Uh, show some love to our audience, and and, and then we'll okay. wrap it up. Cool. Um, October fifteenth, we've got No Anger Control, Southside Punks, Not Likelies, and Something Went Wrong. It's going to be man. a killer punk rock lineup. No Anger Control's first. Show back in 19 months. Don't miss it. And do not miss it. Love you, Tiff. It's my best friend. <laughs> um, what else we got coming up? That October 29th, we've got that huge show. It'll be um, Chevy Pink Eye, Harriet Rip, Oh You Pretty Things, two burlesque dancers in between the bands, and a full night of drag starting at 1130 and dance music all around. We're going to have a great time. Get spooky. Um, 
Shout out to all the people that have been coming out of Skylark. We love you so, so, so much. Thank you for your support every single night. Yep. And uh, every single Sunday, we got karaoke free. It's a big night every Sunday. It's always a blast. So 10 o'clock, karaoke starts. Bring your ass. It's free. Come sing with shit. me. Um, also, Monday through Thursday, no cover. Uh, come in and get a cheap drink. Come hang out. We got free pool. We got free darts. Free video games. 42,000 video games, actually. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we got one of those little... Plug and plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like... yeah, that's cool. That's Square cool. Thing. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I just, I want to thank both of you for taking the time to drive, make the trek out from Charlotte to come talk to, to my little, on our little show here. Um, we're very excited about what's coming up and we're, we're very, um, I'm grateful for people like you. you know, people you. like you opened more doors for people like me. And so, you know, anybody else that's out there, um, you know, Tommy's, um, Snug, I- I'm talking to you guys, you know, Milestone, you know, come, come talk to us, uh, tell your story. I think one of the, one of the things I like most about doing this podcast mm-hmm. is hearing people's stories. Oh yeah. Hey, they got them too. And, I've been there yeah, for a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> they got plenty yeah. of stories. Oh, well, thank I you. might be, I might even be in a few of them. So <laughs> well, th- thanks again for doing the show guys. I, I really, really appreciate it guys. Check them out, Skylark Social Club. They're on social media. Uh, go to some of their shows. Support them. Support the bands that play there. We are a community. We are a family. We all need each other. Awesome. Peace. Peace.